Welcome to Sully Says, Musings on Sales and Life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey, good morning, everybody. Rick Sully with you this morning. You know, you're probably thinking to yourself, how many people will quote Will Rogers and Whitney Houston in the same uh, note? But I think you got the goal if you read my write-up about the video this morning, is we only have one chance to make a first impression, and that is a fact. If I heard that once, I heard it a thousand times from my father and my mother. And I think all of you can attest to the saying, you've all heard it. But, you know, right or wrong, good or bad, it turns out they're right. And I don't want to talk about making a first impression. I want to talk about making a lasting impression. So what I'm going to do this morning is kind of go through some tried and true strategies that are um, have been told for generations but are often forgotten by our kids of today. So this isn't necessarily for all you adults out there. You might pick up a pearl or two, but please be sure to share this with your kids, your nephews, your nieces, your brothers, you know, every, every, anybody that can benefit from this, because here's the deal. We've got, you know, young kids that are interacting every day with adults, sporting events, school, and so forth. We have, uh, you know, young athletes who are being recruited for college sports, interacting with coaches and so forth. And finally, we have kids that are either, you know, going into college and are probably, um, you know, meeting with admissions counselors. And then don't forget about all the kids that are going to be graduating in the next couple of years and are going to be meeting and having interviews. And they have one chance to make a first impression because I do interviews on a regular basis. I'm the interviewer. And I will tell you with absolute uncertainty that a few of these are deal breakers for me. If someone drops the ball on these, my first impression is shot. In the next 45 minutes of the interview, I've got deer in the headlights look, trying not to look at my watch but waiting for the interview to be over. So here you go. Number one, first and foremost, give me a big smile. I mean, truly. There is nothing that is more that puts people at ease more than a big smile and a genuine smile. And continue to smile throughout the process when you first meet somebody. Don't make a big, chipper, fake smile initially and then have it disappear. But genuinely smile, engage, nod your head. And this one I know all of you heard. A solid, firm handshake. I I absolutely drill this into my daughter's heads time and time again. I practice handshakes because in my mind, it is absolutely critical to have a good handshake because that's the first contact you're having with an individual. That's going to tell you a lot about the type of person they are. Are they timid, hesitant? Do they barely squeeze your hand? Is it a wet noodle? Or do they get in there and really squeeze and make a big deal and hold on tight? And I make sure that my daughters get in there and I tell them, squeeze. Don't hurt, but squeeze. Let them know you're shaking their hand because that makes a big difference. Now this one, this is a huge one for me, okay? And that is the introduction itself. I will freely admit that one of my weaknesses, one of my many weaknesses, is the ability to remember names. I'm just not that good at it. And I've practiced, I've gotten better, but I'm not good at it. So what you do, you meet the person, you say their name. Hey, Mike, really great to meet you. And then you have an opportunity in the first couple seconds to say it again. So, Mike, what do you do for a living? Or, Mike, where are you from? Or, Mike, what are you up to tonight? Whatever it is, you said their name again. And when that 
interaction comes to a close, if there's a way you can do it again without sounding uh, tedious and overwhelming, then do it one more time. Hey, Mike, it was really great to meet you. I'm sure our paths will cross again. If you can say that name three times in a short period of time, number one, it makes the other person feel good because who doesn't like to hear their name said? And number two, it's going to help you remember that. Now, I can go on to all the mnemonic devices and little tricks and so forth that you can use to help remember. That's probably a whole other video. But for the time being, I want you to focus on repeating their name, remembering their name. Because next time you meet them, if you can say their name without cheating, bully for you. And that'll make a huge difference in your future interactions. Enunciate. You know, how many kids do we have nowadays that mumble? They nod. Yeah, uh-huh. And don't get me wrong. I'm not on a high horse. I know we were the same way. But have them just genuinely, I mean, try to avoid ahs, ums, likes. I mean, I literally, if I had a jar for every time my oldest, who's an extremely smart young woman, but if I had a quarter of every time she said like, I wouldn't need to work. All right? And it's not her. It's her friends, too. And also, modulate the pitch and tone of your voice. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, how often do we hear someone and they're just monotone? All right? They're just going through. Hi, my name's Rick. It's nice to meet you. Thank you. That doesn't work. Hey, I'm Rick. It's really great to meet you, Mike. How are you doing today? Sir, really, that's outstanding, Mike. All right, so, okay, man, that's a little over the top, but you get my point. There's enthusiasm, there's a smile, there's peaks, there's valleys. You know, this is something that I've really prided myself on when I meet people, because you want to make sure that they realize that they are the most important person in that room at that moment. And the next way you can do that is with your eyes. You need to hold eye contact, okay? We have people that are very good. You make the initial eye contact, and you look down. You look up. You look past. Now, I'm not saying you bore a hole into the person, scare them, and get this, like, freakish look on your face. But make eye contact. Make it genuine, like you're engaged. You're nodding the head. Your eyes are connected with them. Certainly, you can look away, regroup. But when you're talking, try to hold eye contact. When they're talking especially, because that's going to help you remember a little bit more what they are saying, and it's going to help it seem like you're engaged. Now, this next one for kids, to me, is huge, okay? And that is body language, posture. I mean, how many kids today, they slouch, you know, their heads down. They're down like this all the time for a whole other reason we're going to get to in a minute. But have them stand up straight. Be open, inviting. No crossing of the arms. You know, I mean, anything like that, especially in an interview situation, can be perceived as very negative. All right, so be open, inviting. The conversation should be very uh, friendly and at ease. And those are things you look for. And I... I'm amazed in interview situations how many prospects will show me negative closed body language. Even crossing of the legs and turning their body away from me. Things like that are noticeable. You can also try mirroring. And again, I'm going to do a talk down the line about you know the, the, the importance of subliminal selling. And that's a whole other talk. Make sure, matter of fact, I'm probably going to do a whole podcast on that. But there's a thing called mirroring. And you can try to mirror the person you're talking to. If they're doing something, then you gradually and subtly do the same thing. Because that helps people feel a connection. Next, be authentic. All right, nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to interact with somebody who's fake. And I will tell you, that will come across so easily. So be your real self. And I don't care if that does still mean the occasional and or um, or you do look away or you do slouch. Because I'd rather you were authentic in the real deal than come across as fake. Because when people see through that, you have zero chance to get that back and make a better impression. And unfortunately, that's one that will stick with people for a long time and make a lasting impression. 
Next one, always ask questions and be interested. All right, because let me tell you something right now. The most important thing you can do is to genuinely, I said authentic, but genuinely ask good questions. All right, because if you're asking questions of people, you're engaging them. I know it's easy in an interview situation because I'm expected to ask questions, but I'm always impressed when a candidate asks me questions during the interview. It's easy to wait till the end when they say, do you have any questions? You say yes, and you pull out your book and you ask five or six questions. But how about during the interview? So you, you know, you're in a selling situation, you ask them a question, they ask, answer the question, they say, well, since you brought that up, you mind if I ask you a follow-up question? And you turn the tables and ask them a question. The same thing applies in personal interactions. I know a lot of the people that watch me are in network marketing. How many mixers or events do you go to where you're meeting prospects? All right, how important is it for you to ask questions? Now, you're not going to come right and ask questions. So you're looking to make some extra money? Do you want some more time? Do you want to travel? But ask subtle questions. So don't ask why questions because people are very guarded when it comes to why questions. What brought you here this evening? What's your driving force? What motivates you? What's important to you? Once they start answering some of these questions, you're going to find out why they are really there, and that's going to help you engage that prospect and potentially make them part of your team. Okay, and lastly, and, and the most important thing that I'm going to talk about in first impressions, put your phone away, all right? Put it away. Whatever's going on in that phone is not important enough in that moment to require you to have it in front of you at all times. Kids especially. If they're interacting with adults, the phone must be put away. Obviously, it goes without saying in an interview, but maybe it doesn't. You'd be surprised. But put the phone away. Whatever you need to deal with will be there in a couple minutes, especially as a young person. All right, Just focus on the individual you're speaking from because how, how much does that say about the person you're talking to when you're talking to them, even if it's a group of three people and you're pulling out your phone and texting someone else? or checking your Snapchat, or posting to Instagram, or whatever else you're doing that's more important than that person. And you tell me that impression won't stick with them, you're crazy. So I gave you some broad strokes here today. I Like I said, for you adults, you better know this, you better be doing it, but maybe you're not, maybe you've forgotten, you got away from it, you're not interacting with people as frequently, so these are maybe some bad habits you've got into, but pass these on to the kids, because a lot of these are game changers. And especially, and let me just say a little variation, I could, again, like I could do a whole talk on this as well, Social media, first impressions are lasting impressions. Whatever you put out there, your videos, your posts, your comments, your shares, that is a reflection of you. So tread lightly and be sure that what you are saying or what you're posting is how you really feel and be prepared to defend that because that is how people are going to look at you and your views. All right, I may do a whole other video on social media and the etiquette that goes along with that. But guys, seriously, let's all make an effort to pass this forward to our kids. And as Whitney said, let's teach the children because they are our future and help them lead the way because we all want to make good first impressions and lasting impressions. I appreciate everyone's time this morning. As always, please like, comment, any pet peeves you have when you're interacting with people, please put them down below. And also, like some great news over the next couple of weeks. The Sully Says podcast is going to be going live. So I'm not going to just be putting this content over there for my sales friends who don't have an opportunity to watch Facebook, but I'm also going to be doing live content that will only be available on iTunes via the Sully Says podcast. So please make sure you go by, subscribe, download, and please, if you like what you hear, leave your comments. Everyone, thanks for your time this morning. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you all again soon. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking, with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. Thank you.